the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. He was born in Australia and chose to come to America because he believed it was the greatest country in the world. He came to make and not take, to give and not receive, to join the place and not change it. He wants to make sure every American knows they won the lottery the day they were born here. Welcome to Around the Barbie with Nick Adams, described as the best speaker on America and the president's favorite author. Now, he's here every week to help you love America even more. Here he is, Nick Adams. Hello, world. You're around the Barbie with Nick. Another episode, same podcast. If I sound a little breathless right now, it's because I just came back from tennis training. But I managed to get here, and as always, I am here for your listening and dancing pleasure. (laughs) Not quite. I wanted today to discuss probably the best-known man in the world, Donald J. Trump. President Donald J. Trump, the 45th President of the United States, leader of the free world, occupant of the White House, and commander-in-chief to the world's finest military. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are, what you do, what language you speak, you've almost certainly heard of the Donald. And I know there are a lot of people who have a range of different opinions about him. Some loathe him, some love him, some will follow him to the ends of the earth to support him, and others will follow him to the ends of the earth to ensure that he fails in everything he tries. It won't surprise anybody that I love him, and I happen to think he is the greatest president we've ever had. I'd even say he eclipses Reagan at this point, and I never thought that that would be possible. You know, I think back to 2015 when he first entered the race, all ancient history now really, all academic, but it's still a fascinating exercise to go back and remember who supported him and who didn't and what the circumstances were at the time. I, for one, supported him straight away. The moment he jumped in the race, the moment he came down the elevator, I was all in for Donald Trump. It was a gut instinct. And I've got to be honest with you, it wasn't an easy one to accept. Let me tell you, Governor Perry had made me an honorary Texan. Governor Huckabee and Dr. Ben Carson had endorsed two of my books. I knew Carly Fiorina. I was close with Senator Ted Cruz. While I had never met Marco Rubio, he seemed inspirational and charismatic. But something told me that after eight years of American apology tours, economic malaise terrorist attacks, police shootings, and moral relativism, no Republican politician, no matter how talented, how articulate, how well presented, was going to cut it. We needed something different. We needed something far more potent and robust. 
We needed a sledgehammer. Only brute force would keep us from falling off the precipice that we'd been teetering on for so long. And God gave us Donald Trump, a man who coincidentally, his birthday is on Flag Day, the 14th of June, of all days. Talk about patriotic. A man who quietly coveted the job for almost 40 years. A man who said the exact same things in television interviews in the 1980s that he said on the campaign trail, that he tweets about now, and that he has acted on as president. Growing up, my political hero was Sir Winston Churchill. I consider him to be the greatest figure of the 20th century, my lifelong political hero, uh, and I never believed it would be possible that in my lifetime would anybody even approach Churchill in tenacity, prescience, and strength. But Donald Trump is very much our Churchill. Both of them civilizational defenders, where Churchill defended against the tyrannical ambitions of those aimed at destroying the West. President Trump defends us against those forces domestically whose actions would put us at the feet of the very same types of tyrants. Put simply in the great American tradition, both of them were butt kickers, not butt kisses. The Democrats and the socialism and political correctness they represent are no longer just proud Americans with a difference of opinion. You remember those days when we said that the destination was the same, it was just the way of arriving at the destination that was different? Well, that's no longer the case. Their goal is no longer to make or keep America great. Their goal is to fundamentally transform the place and make it look like Europe. And in doing that, they will destroy America and eliminate American privilege. They'll eliminate the American dream and replace it with the socialist nightmare. But not if our president has his way. Not if he continues his magnificent accomplishments. Just compare what this president has managed to achieve for the cultural, security and economic profit of America in less than four years to what Barack Obama and Joe Biden were able to do in eight years. No president has ever done so much to protect Christians or Israel or life. Our unemployment rate is the best that it's ever been. ISIS has been pulverized. Al-Baghdadi is dead. It's boom time in America. The silent majority once more has a voice. Black people, brown people, LGBTQWTF people, journalists, all of them should be prouder than ever to be Americans and pulling and praying for our president. But instead, every single obstacle possible, every single obstacle conceivable has been placed in front of this president. Let's just count his enemies. What have you got? You've got the DNC, rhinos, the FBI, DOJ, 
media, Obama, Hillary, Comey, McCabe, Mueller, Rosenstein, Romney, Russia, China, who have I forgotten, Syria, Iran, North Korea, ISIS, illegal immigrants, and he's taking them on all at the same time, and he's winning. He's winning. Talk about tough. There isn't tougher. And Donald Trump is the left's worst nightmare. Not only can't they lay a glove on him, not only does he represent everything they hate, what gets them the most, what just tears them apart inside, is that he has been so outstandingly, indisputably and unbelievably successful as president. It's one thing for him to have been elected, but now he's in the job and he's doing incredibly well. But despite this being the greatest country in the world, still is, no doubt about it, no question about it, and having the most American president conceivable, we're still losing our country because we're losing our culture. Poll after poll makes it very clear. Today's young Americans are less patriotic than ever. Every day, more of our citizens believe in European values and not American values. Our ideas, our values, our priorities, our principles, and our way of life are under attack. Anti-Americanism is tearing apart our schools, colleges, creative industries, newspapers, and everything else. Young Americans hardly know anything about our founders or our history, and what little they know about their country has been distorted and deformed by their teachers and social media. They openly embrace socialism and disdain capitalism. They are eager to defame their country. Exactly what Abraham Lincoln, our 16th president, warned has happened. If you can separate a people from their past, you can convince them of anything, said Lincoln. More than one generation of Americans have been separated from their past and have been convinced of lies, smears and mistruths. And this, of course, is what has prompted my life's work. It's why I started up my organization, FLAG. All of this is very personal to me. Many natural-born Americans have often said to me that in their experience, legal immigrants tend to be among the greatest patriots. I came to make, not take, to give, not receive, to join the place, not complain about it or change it. I am all in for America. I decided many years ago that the only country left worth fighting for was the United States. What keeps me up at night is that this country will turn out like the one I felt I had to leave. Most Americans, like most people around the world, think that in Australia people box kangaroos by day and wrestle crocodiles by night. If that were the case, I might still be there. But the international perception is vastly different to the domestic reality 
Australia is and has always been an infinitely more European place in instinct, in proclivity, in culture and in values. And anybody that has even just a cursory knowledge of important policy areas will know that America truly does stand alone when it comes to values and culture and setup. We're in the fight of our lives. I believe in our military, in our police, in borders, in the traditional family unit, in God, in capitalism, in limited government, in entrepreneurship, and in the American idea. Our values, American values, are clear and unambiguous. Individualism, not collectivism. Patriotism, not relativism. God, not government. Faith, not secularism. Equality of opportunity, not equality of outcome. E pluribus unum, not radical multiculturalism. We are heirs to the most magnificent legacy set up for us by our founding fathers. But political correctness and cultural warriors are upending, overturning, and destroying our ideals. Under this president, our country has reclaimed its purpose. But now I think it's time for us to reclaim our culture. Not a single cultural institution, not a single one, is in our hands. From the mainstream media, to Hollywood, to America's classrooms, we have lost them to a group of people who want to fundamentally transform our country. Our ideas are markedly better than theirs, but their will to win far outweighs ours. The incontrovertible truth is that in the last six decades, they have wanted to destroy America more than we have wanted to protect it. It's a sad truth. It's a sad truth, but until we are willing to be brutally candid with where we are at, we are never going to be able to win this fight. We didn't start this war, but we will finish it. It's time to vanquish our enemies. It's time to crush political correctness. It's time to win back the future. The history books will reflect, I believe, that we responded with gallantry and patriotism and refused the mediocrity and envy and self-loathing and moral ambiguity of political correctness. And instead we strode forward, unintimidated by the cultural bullies, undaunted by the odds and undeterred by the magnitude of our fight. Because at the end of the day, we are Americans. This is a fight we can win. This is a fight we must win. And this is a fight we will win. Thank you for listening. You've been around the Barbie with Nick. Catch you next time. God bless America. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.